1: And this, this is, is our house. house. Basketball season won't be around forever. So get in on all of the action now with DraftKings, the leader in one day fantasy sports. DraftKings is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Claim your free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when using code THPN during signup. That's THPN for the Hockey Podcast Network. Playing fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Feel the sweat like never before. Every dunk, steal, assist means so much more with DraftKings Daily Fantasy lineup. Baseball fans, you may have missed out on the season-long fantasy. Now is your time to get in on all of the daily fantasy action where DraftKings has even more ways for you to make it rain. With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players. So what are you waiting for? Head to the app now. Download DraftKings app now and use code THPN during signup. That's THPN for the Hockey Podcast Network. This week, DraftKings is putting you in on the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN. For the Hockey Podcast Network, and you can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prices only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details.
0: This is the House of
1: Hockey Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ray Ray. And I'm your other host, Breezy. And we have a third co-host today. His name is Ringo. Oh, Ringo
0: <laughs> is like hunting something out the window. I don't know what it is. Chipmunks. Okay, buddy. It's okay. It's okay. And <laughs> this is episode 57.
1: It is. And we have an awesome guest today. She brought the energy, uh, which is ironic because she's a part of the energy team for the Florida Panthers.
0: Yes, her name is Gabby Allen, Gabrielle Red Allen. Uh, She explains her nickname, Red, how she got into becoming um, the host for the Panthers, her journey of playing hockey, and her love for the team, which is very clear.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she loves the team, which is awesome to see. We talk all things Florida Panthers and just Florida hockey in general, I I would say. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. You are going to understand why she has the job she has. She is so full of life and passion and knowledge, and you're going to really get a glimpse into what Panthers fans are like and what Panthers games are like. And, of course, I had to ask her about Coach Q. So there's a fun (laughs) little story about Coach Q as well. So stay tuned for that.
1: And speaking of that story, we're not going to uh well, I guess I'm kind of going to give everybody a little peek inside peek, I guess. But what would you do if you were stuck in an elevator with Coach Q? I
0: Well, how much time do I have? Like stuck trapped in an elevator? Uh well, or I like guess 15 so. second elevator pitch.
1: I say I say 15 to 30 second elevator pitch.
0: Okay. Here we go. Cut, put start the clock. Okay. I love you. Thank you for all of the championships. I'm so sad that you left. I love your mustache, but please tell me what really happened with Bowman and you leaving to go to the Panthers. Ding. Bowman didn't like my style of coaching. <laughs> we disagreed on everything. And so I left. <laughs> that would, that's my that guess. you answered for. <laughs> yeah, that's my guess of what happened.
1: And now he's walking out. I like my mustache too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Love Q. Love me some Q and miss him,
0: miss him dearly. But anyway, we have to talk about one thing before we introduce a brand new segment. We are starting a new segment on the podcast that has yet to be named. But first,
2: an unpopular hockey opinion.
0: I need you to help me understand. What's going on with the Canucks and the fans? And why is everybody all up in arms right now? And like uh, boycotting the team. Too.
1: I'm like so confused what's happening. I'm super confused too. Um, all I know is on my fantasy league, I have Quinn Hughes and Ellie Spitterson and they're both out and they've been screwing my team. So, I think I'm a part of that little fan base right now, just pull okay. up in arms. So,
0: <laughs> well, 21 players and four staff members had tested positive for COVID. Six games were postponed. But I, and then because of that, I guess they aren't going to be doing a lot of trades at the trade deadline. And I think fans are upset about that. They're upset about extending some of the contracts and not adding to their roster in the way that they think they should. So now they're just like, saying they're not a fan anymore the twitter is all abuzz because of this and i mean COVID is happening all around the world and this isn't something that the canucks organization plotted to do so i'm not really sure where the um uh, anger is coming from i mean yes that sucks that's really unfortunate you've you've lost a season but like we're just we're lucky we even have a hockey season right now and that the league is still going and that we're going to get another season next year. So, you know, yeah. dial it down a notch, just like I did this year with my expectations <laughs> for the Blackhawks.
1: And I'm... I just think the Canucks fans know that they have such a talented team. I mean, they're young, they're hungry. They have, you know, a lot going on for them. They're just not really connecting and clicking. Like I think the fans want them to. Uh, They just signed Tanner Pearson to a three-year extension, which I think is awesome. Tanner's a great player, but he has his good and his bad days. And sometimes it's a stretch of good play. Sometimes it's a stretch of bad play. So um, I think Knox fans just need to be patient. I mean, they've been patient a long, long, long time. I I know that. But I think this is an off year for everybody. And I think that they just need to um, stick with the team. That's all you can do. Just stick with them. Like, you don't... I think there's very
0: extreme cases of of full-on like, not becoming a fan. Or, like, ending your fan (laughs) experience. Like, look at Buffalo. Sabres fans are enraged with the ownership. But they are not abandoning the team or the players or the franchise. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Canucks fans take a page out of the book From Sabres fans Give them a call Tweet them for
1: some advice Because Could you imagine getting like therapy From a Sabres fan right now <laughs> Like They, I don't they would think just they... be like you think you have a bad Right
0: <laughs> Just remember there are people out there with, Who are in worse situations Yeah <laughs> We've endured Be grateful yeah. for what you do have <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> could you imagine
1: that would be crazy that would be funny or just call up gabby and she'll great give you great advice on being positive and mm-hmm. giving you good vibes and everything will be okay exactly that's how you're gonna feel after you you listen
0: to gabby's interview yeah. also in gabby's interview you're gonna hear our new segment because we have decided that our new segment we are also going to ask all of our guests another question so we're gonna have a final four questions now and i think people are going to enjoy this because it's very offhanded it's very out of the world of hockey a hundred percent like it's the kind opposite. of just
1: out of the world in
0: general really. maybe that's the name of the segment out of,
1: out this, of this world, world. I don't know. We have, to, we have to think of a name for it, and maybe yeah. we can have our listeners uh, chime in and help out with a name. <laughs> out of this yes. world. Temporary <sighs> name. Yeah, temporary name out of this world. We are going to be sharing uh, paranormal or extraterrestrial stories. Um, I feel like everybody could, not everybody, but I feel like a lot of people are into it, are interested in it. Um I know probably everybody has some sort of a story of something and it's just really cool to hear everybody else's experiences um kind of like what we do with with hockey we would like to hear everybody else's experiences with hockey so kind of ties together but not really it's just something I'm super interested in Ray Ray has a ton of stories uh she's like the ghost whisperer I guess she can pick I guess. up ghosts at a bar and uh I don't know. Have a good time. So, and we've had a couple stories from our guests so far, uh, which Mm -hmm. is cool. And I got some in the archives that we'll be sharing over the next couple weeks. And I'm going to make sure Ray sends some of those out too.
0: Of course. I share my story for today um, with Gabby. So you just have to listen to that. But I think um, because it happened like the day before Uh, I did the interview with Gabby, so Mm -hmm. Ringo is part of that story. (laughs) Yeah, you'll hear. Oh, he's coming to join because he heard his name. And (laughs) I think you need to tell me one of your many stories. Do you want to go extraterrestrial or paranormal?
1: Um, today I will go uh, paranormal. Um, just because that's kind of what Gabby uh kind of went with. Yeah, me too. Let's in... keep
0: a paranormal today. Hit us, hit us with it, girl.
1: Okay, so paranormal. So my best friend, uh, I grew up with him my entire life. Um, her name's Amanda. You probably, you know who Amanda is. You've met her before. Her older brother was getting married. And the night before the wedding, there's obviously a reception area. So uh, it was me and Amanda and her best friend, Haley. Uh, the three of us drove up to Carpinteria for the rehearsal dinner. After the rehearsal dinner, we were driving back to our hotel uh, in Santa Barbara, and we were going to kind of just change up a little bit, and then we were going to meet everybody in the hotel bar because there's like, a cool little bar there. So my ways took me from Carpinteria to Santa Barbara, but through the back roads. And I was like, all right, like, whatever. It's kind of like a slower pace Uh, super super dark like barely any lights right and all of a sudden Amanda freaks out the same time I'm like kind of freaking out and she yells at me to stop and like slow down and so like I like tapped my brakes but I didn't want to like overdo it and she we're like whoa like what's happening and then all because we saw someone it was like an older man and he was walking kind of like in the middle of the street but like kind of off to the side a little bit but the street was really narrow so like I definitely would have hit him if like I didn't see him and he went to go like turn and as he like got into the light he disappeared and we we're what? like what and like we kind of looked at each other and we're like did you see that and she goes I saw it did you see that and I was like yeah and I was like I saw this and she goes I saw this so we saw the exact same thing <sighs> same scenario same everything the rest of the car ride to the hotel it took us like another like 10 minutes or something we were like dead silent so we check into the hotel so just Amanda and i are going to go to the bar the whole group of friends there's probably like 30 of us there we're all kind of hanging out having a good time and amanda mentions it she goes the weirdest thing just happened um we we both saw this and this girl who lives in Santa Barbara, she was at the time dating one of our friends. She overheard us and she goes, wait, what, what happened? So she told her again and she goes, where was this? And we're like, oh, it's like in this general area. She goes, that happens often. <gasps> we're like, what? And she goes, yeah, a few years ago, there was a landslide and below where like the landslide hit was a senior citizen mobile home park and a lot of people lost their lives (gasps) and so often people see elderly people walking but then they just disappear
0: (gasps) yeah that is insane crazy
1: right you saw a ghost yeah but it's crazy because like I feel like I've never really seen a ghost but then like something like this happens but like I don't have, like, things, like, getting thrown around or, like, weird stuff, like, happen. Like, that would freak me the F out. But, like, seeing, like, this thing, I was like, hmm, that, like, wasn't scary to me. But it was scary at the same time, you know? Right. Right. Because you're like, oh, that's real. Like, your
0: mind goes, oh, that's a real person crossing the street. Yeah. So your brain's like, oh, okay. But then when it disappears, your mind's like, wait a minute. And It
1: wasn't like it disappeared into the dark. I know I said it was dark out, but like we ended up driving past. There was nobody there. It was like all of a sudden it just like went into like a mist. Like just nothing was there. That was a ghost for sure. I'm pretty sure it was. I think it had to you... be. There was like five people that like were like, yeah, that's that happened. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You see things. Hmm.
0: I just have people come visit and aggravate my dog or try to get my attention and move physical objects. So that's where we're at. Breezy, that story's insane. That's a good one, huh? Um, Speaking of unexplained things, this is very relevant, and then we'll get to Gabby. Do you believe in mermaids? Hmm. Do you believe in mermaids?
1: Um, I think so. Yeah.
0: Okay. You need to watch <laughs> this documentary that I watched last night called Mermaids. is it the one with
1: like the mermaid
0: on the rock? Yes. The Body Found from t- 2011 yes. documentary with real scientists yeah. who found a body of a mermaid in the body of a shark. They pieced it together, Ah. got confiscated by the Navy, a a mermaid washed up on shore. They explained how humans could have evolved into sea animals. Like Mm -hmm. the brown bear became the polar bear, which can swim and has webbed feet. And we have webbed hands. Why do we have these? Why do we have these if we are not men? to be in the water. Why are we the only other animals that can hold our breath for long periods of time underwater? We cry salt. We sweat out salt, salt water. There are so many parallels. And the footage that they show of this mermaid or different mermaids and the people they had on record, that is real. And the government keeps so much shit from us and the government said, no, that's not a mermaid, no. We don't know That's what you're crazy. talking about.
1: Well, they do I've that to control some, us. Yeah, I've seen some documentaries and it's like, that is true. I might be the same one, but they mm-hmm. were in like a submarine. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like the webbed hand just went, just like this. boom. Yes! And it's like, okay, you're like, I don't know, like four miles deep. Like nothing with a hand like that is four miles deep. You can't even have a scuba diver out no, like that.
0: So more things for you to be afraid of in the ocean, Bracey. <laughs> of course. <laughs> So if you see a pod of dolphins, just don't go in the water because that like there's a good chance there might be a mermaid man with them.
1: Although they say to get in the water with dolphins because then, you know, there's no sharks around. Right. Because dolphins and they'll, will protect you.
0: And tell me there are mermaids. <laughs> dolphins <laughs> protecting humans in the water. Hello. Where did they learn that? from millions of years ago when our species became mermaids. Boom. Boom. Proven. Our podcast is proud to be on the Hockey Podcast Network, and the network is home to many other incredible podcasts, including this one.
3: Now a show that's going to give you the truth about the biggest epidemic of our times. We're All a Little Crazy.
4: We're All a Little Crazy is brought to you by the Same Here Global Mental Health Movement, and the Hockey Podcast Network. This is
5: NHL great mental health advocate and member of the Same Here Alliance, Theo Fleury.
3: This is 20-year professional sports executive, mental health advocate, and founder of the hashtag Same Here Global Mental Health Movement, Eric Cusin.
4: This is Darren Revell, sports business insider, mental health advocate, and founder of the Same Here Influencer
5: Alliance. We're so afraid as a society to rip the band-aid off the topic in a real way. Anytime you open up about something that's controversial or taboo, the first one through the wall always gets bloodied.
3: And that's why we're doing this. We don't mind being the ones getting bloodied. We put our stories out there well before it was a thing to do for a reason. Because as much as they're extreme examples of how far you can fall, they show everyone the challenging life experiences impact everyone even those of us who have reached the top of our competitive industries.
4: The issue in media today, traditional media and social media, we are so quick to look for simple answers, simple explanations. We want everything wrapped in a bow. But this topic is messy. The nuances need to be explained.
5: Yeah, it needs real, long-form conversation like this. I'm just thrilled that
3: we can be real with people and address the current events happening in this space in real time and set the record straight. More talk happening doesn't mean it's helping the conversation move forward. The words we use matter.
5: We have the greatest mental health awareness in the history of our planet, and yet the mental health trends and outcomes are awful. It means the current messages aren't working. Find me a
4: person who hasn't faced trauma in their lives. Anyone. You can. Things have affected all of us. It's why we all say we are all a little crazy in our own unique ways.
5: This topic isn't for one in five of us with mental illness. It's for five in five whose mental health has been impacted. This isn't an athlete issue. It's not a musician issue. It's a societal one. This is the greatest epidemic of our time. No, it's not about stopping any stigma. It's about us all saying
3: same here. Our openness and the commonality and our struggles, that's what erodes stigma better and faster than any campaign telling people to stop anything ever will.
4: Available on all podcast apps. Do us a favor and download each episode before you listen. And if you're an Apple user, please rate and review the podcast as it helps us get these important conversations out to reach a larger audience.
0: This week's guest is Gabrielle Allen, a.k.a. Gabby, a.k.a. Red. You'll hear that story of why her nickname is Red coming up in just a few minutes. But she is a South Florida native and she is the current events host for the Florida Panthers. She is also the in-game host for the MLB Houston Astros for spring training because that takes place in Florida. And outside of work as a professional sports host, she is also a model. You are going to love this conversation with her. Even my dog Ringo agrees. And she is full of energy and stories and passion for the Florida Panthers. Enjoy our conversation with Gabby. Breezy doesn't curse. I do. I try to hone it in. (coughs) Excuse me i'm
1: working on it though i'm trying to like <laughs> get out there it was just drilled into my brain for that's, quite that's some, fair quite right. some time mm-hmm. well don't change yeah. i mean that's your thing now like but sometimes no reason. it feels really good just to say a word you know <laughs> absolutely yeah. absolutely sometimes sometimes it's yeah. good yeah. yeah
0: i mean i <laughs> anyway. love a good uh my new favorite saying is well
2: shit <laughs> <laughs> from i really like that with the accent you need yeah. to really add the emphasis yes
0: yeah. it's from the comedian um he played he was on will and grace he played um karen's arch nemesis oh my god I should oh, okay know
2: yes yes yeah yes.
0: i should know his name leslie jordan
2: okay yeah yeah i know who you're talking about i, I remember watching that show Oh my um, God.
0: He absolutely. started doing this like whole Instagram thing during quarantine where he would just like hop on and be like laying in bed and be like, and he's got that Southern accent and be like, well, mm. shit, what y'all doing? My fella hunk of And like, I don't know. Oh, I love like, it. I love it. Stuck in my brain. So my clothing rack fell down off the wall like a week ago
2: and <laughs> I just walked in and went,
0: Well shit
2: (laughs) no i totally get when those stick with you because i started watching love island uk and so too and i talk to myself pretty regularly but it's always in a british accent now and it's hard to stop once you've started okay so So give us an example oh my gosh Um, let me think so I have this like weird thing whenever I'm doing a task I either narrate it or I like sing it and I get that from my grandmother like I'll just sing what I'm doing and so I'll throw it in so it's like oh I'm just taking a quick uh, sip of my water here and now I'm pretty hydrated so take it that's I'm really good <laughs> thank
1: you that's so good <laughs>
0: thank you. that's a really posh British accent <laughs> thank you thank you I have no idea
2: like what part it comes from I think I just mix in different dialects because what do I know but oh that was really um, good I'm like oh she's she um,
0: the Florida Panthers have a British in arena host what <laughs> maybe
2: that's maybe that should be my new brand I'll just, <laughs> just switch it up one day remix and then I'll say, no, no, I was pretending the whole time. So that I just like fit right in. But like, yeah. here I am. Here we go. Wasn't there
1: like a, wasn't there a contestant on The Bachelor that had like a fake, what was it? A fake Australian accent or something?
2: Oh, maybe. Honestly, good for her. That's pretty ballsy. And you I, know, think you remember, she, I think she did you remember
1: that. I think that's why. And they're like, wait, you don't have an accent. And she went, oops. Or she it's like right, got, got caught it, off guard.
2: It's like that episode of Friends, if you guys seen when yes. Ross does the accent when he's teaching and then he's like just phase it out and then like quickly, like it's like wait a second. That's different. Oh man. no. Nestle Tula I could yeah. quote friends references Me too. all Me day. Too. Like a sickening <laughs> amount of times. It's like a comfort show though. So yes.
0: I could it's watch, cool. I've watched it all just way too many times. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. we digress. Um tell everybody your name and then your nickname and then tell us the story behind it. I
2: think we should start there from the beginning. Obviously we (laughs) love the beginning. Yes. Yes. So my name is Gabrielle Allen, typically go by Gabby up until, well, I guess like three years ago when I started working for the Panthers. Um, So I graduated college in 2018. I went to the university of Miami where I studied communications and theater. I was graduate. I had like two weeks until I graduated and absolutely no job. And I, at the time, I was like, what am I going to do with my life? I have no idea. And nothing against, you know, a desk job. It just wasn't for me. There was just no way I was going to do that. So I was like, well, shit, what's my plan here? I had a friend who I went to high school with who was a part of the energy team for the Florida Panthers. So through social media, I saw what she was doing and I was like, you know what? This looks really cool. Maybe there's something here for me. If nothing else, it'll buy some time uh, with my parents. You know, so I don't, you know, have the, you know, my dad being like, what are, what's the plan, Gab? What, what are we doing? <laughs> so I was like, let me do this and we'll just see what happens. So it's uh, my first day of auditions and I walk up, the first person I meet is this girl and she's like, hi, I'm Gabby. And I said, I'm Gabby. So we went through auditions together. We both made the team We're, you know, fast forward now we're at like our first team meeting and, we're, and everyone was like, well, it's obviously going to be confusing with the two of you you know there do you have a, do you have a nickname and at the time my captain uh, was like said something well, yeah red because i have red hair and it just kind of stuck ever since then and my friend gabby she has blonde hair so then it became red and yellow and then there's definitely emails that were addressed to ketchup and mustard and like my mother even calls Gab- gabby she's one of my best friends Calls her yellow. Like there's no. We went from two Gabbies to no Gabbies, and but yeah. So everybody calls me red because of my hair, which I get from my mother. She gets the credit for that. So red for reds. So that's how. I love that it.
0: Yeah.
1: Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so it's and mustard. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And mustard. That's funny.
2: <laughs> yeah. So it'll it, like at work, it's red and yellow, and that's just the that's just how it is. But it works. So, but when somebody does call Gabby, we both turn and answer anyways. So we kind of loop right back to being confusing. So it's okay. Yeah. I yeah. mean, well, breezy goes by breezy. And I like that. I had to ask yeah. her like a year
0: into our like friendship. I was like, what's your real name? <laughs> like, I don't even know what your actual name is. I love
2: the timing on that a year. Like that. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm just the like, anniversary, the friend of um, um Let's get to know yeah. each other. What's your name?
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, what's I'm just like, name? it's breezy breezy. like maybe i I don't care what a real name is i'm never gonna call her by her real name so whatever we talk about the important things like hockey and the kings and absolutely absolutely. right breeze or was i did i totally miss the friendship mark
1: (laughs) no 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 thank god you don't call me by my real name because i would probably die (laughs) because i hate when people call me that but it's funny though because i also answer to crazy because crazy and breezy sounds so much alike so I don't like do it intentionally, mm-hmm. but it's like if someone says crazy, I'm like, what? And yeah, yeah I could see that.
2: Though I get important. that too. In my house, um, with my dad being like somebody dad and gab always sounds the same. So yeah. that that would definitely get confusing sometimes. Yeah. But it, it's oh, tough. Good. yeah. Tough, so then after world. um we established the red and yellow thing. <laughs> um, so I, my that was my first season with them. That was 2018. And um, I just, start, I started as a dancer and like performer in the stand. So primarily what I would be doing during a game, I'm running around, whether it's uh, doing giveaways or a t-shirt toss or dancing I get, I got to really interact with the fans, especially before and after games we're greeting them. You really get to know them. So that was really fun and exciting. We're bringing that hype, you know, regardless of how the team is performing, we are, that our job is to keep that energy, keep, you know, maintain that. And that also is true in, out in the community for any uh, events that we're doing, you know, especially when the team is away. So we got to do that. And then my, it was my, it was our very last home game of that season. And during the season, I had kind of worked my way into more speaking roles in the sense, any uh, social media videos or marketing videos Things like that with a script. I was like, you know, I, I let's let's see if I what I got here. Let's see what I can do. And then it, let's you know, kept working out. This degree out. is gonna <laughs> pay off. Something, something's in there. And very thankful to my boss. Uh, she gave me those opportunities, and um, thankfully they've also worked out. So then I got to fill in and host a couple watch parties. Got used to that. And then it was the last home game of that season. Our uh, both of our hosts couldn't be there, so they needed someone to fill in. So that was when it was time to. I did it in my uniform. Jumped in, hosted, that was my first time. And of course, I, I, I blacked out, absolutely blacked out. Not not a single memory, but it happened because I've seen the footage. So it happened.
0: <laughs> Words um, came out of the mouth. They
2: did. And I guess they were the right ones because they they didn't pull me off. There wasn't like a cane that came up and pulled me off. So it went okay. And I just remember in that moment, I, uh, I just, I fell in love with it. Like, I just knew that's what I was supposed to be doing in that moment. It just, it felt right. Like it was just exactly what it needed to be. And then from there, kind of grew into more of those roles and then became our watch party host, events host. And then whenever, you know, in the arena, when we need somebody to fill in, especially now when we don't have, we usually typically have two hosts, but with COVID guidelines, everything is, you know, different. Our game presentation, it it looks very different than usual. So the last one I hosted was against the Blackhawks a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. That was my first time back on a mic in over a year since the pandemic because I was hosting I was also the in-game host for the Houston Astros they do spring training in South Florida so I was doing wow. that at the same time I would have a hockey game and a baseball game back to back those were long days but oh, it, was, it was really fun yeah so definitely everything came to a very very abrupt stop we were gaining momentum and don't get me wrong I'm still uh fairly new I'm working my way up you know finding those opportunities you know while we're in like it's the apocalypse so but it's been <laughs> yeah. I mean, the most rewarding and amazing, I will say this up and down the Florida Panthers is my first love. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely love it. I love, I fell in love with hockey. I went to, my dad took me to my very first Panthers game when I was a kid, but we didn't really, grow, we weren't a big hockey family, you know, if, especially ice hockey in South Florida. That's pretty unique. Of course, mm-hmm. you know, there's not any snow here or any, you know, ice skating isn't a big thing, maybe once a year on, you know, a school field trip. So, um, It wasn't until uh, a couple of the guys I dated in high school and college, they were either hockey fans or uh, Panthers fans. And so a lot of dates I went on was to Panthers games. So eventually I was like, all right, I, you know, I see we're skating and I see we're fighting, but like, what's going on? I need to, so somebody started explaining the rules to me. I want to understand here. And then it just kind of happened that way. And then, like I mentioned before, that opportunity came up and uh got with the team and now here we are and it's been exceptionally rewarding and especially this season it's been fantastic so yeah it's it's so it is so awesome it's so cool and so unique here in south florida so i'm very you know thankful for this team absolutely and i love it i love this job
1: yeah i mean i would i think that's probably the coolest job to have is to be uh like on the not on the ice because I don't know on the and I can't ice skate so it scares the crap out of me but
2: uh, I totally get it skate. so here's what's funny <laughs> I I didn't know so my first season I was just in the stands and um still really fun lots of cardio lots of cardio <laughs> Super fun, though. <laughs> um, you really are in, and you're in the crowd with the fans. I mean, you it's it's very emotional. Like, you are. And, and you know, sometimes uh, when you play, like, big teams, you know, you, you, you're kind of overwhelmed, especially the section you're in, by the away team. So, it, you know, it, it, you have to keep the smiles and energy and everything going. And you're rooting for your team at the same time. So that's what I did my first season. My second season, I wasn't, you know, really sure if I was going to get that position or not. And I was like, you know, I want to be prepared either way. If I'm coming back in this role... I wanted to add that challenge. And so, um, over so we, I think the season ended in April. Come back uh, for preseason in September, usually. Yeah. So, yeah. in that time in between, I spent every day I could at the ice den, and I learned how to skate in like four or five months. So that I could. Did you eat. have
0: somebody teach? I you? my co cowork-
2: my coworker would come with me whenever he could. I am indebted to him. He really was just so patient. Taught me how and how to stop. And then you do really figure it out on like in the moment. I, um, so the way we run it on the ice, we have kind of sub teams on there. You have team one that goes down, uh, the penalty box side, my team, it goes the player box side and people on both nets who are scraping the ice. And I guess for anybody who doesn't know, we maintain the ice conditions, keep them up to NHL standards. So of course, you know, the players can do what they have to do, but we have two minutes. We have that TV timeout. You have to get on and off or the team is fine. So it's adrenaline, go, go, go. You have to be fast and get off. Um, So it is interesting. I, I definitely got a lot better at stopping since I'm on the player's side. You have to keep your head on a swivel you know, they don't always see you, you don't always see them and you just have to stop really quick. And I've, I've almost had a lot of collisions, but you just got to keep <laughs> trucking, keep going. Sometimes the players do learn your patterns so that, you know, uh, usually when I get over to the bench, uh, I know Bob waits for the girl in front of me to go so he can go and then I can keep going. So we kind of just have that routine so we can do what we need to do. And it's like that. Okay. All right. I see you see me and we're going. Not always that great. A couple of girls have had. I remember my first season. A girl. This was, of course, an accident. A player turned around and the st- His stick was out, caught her in the mouth. She got a, you know. So we do. We we. Yes. You know, our teeth are at risk here too. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds but
5: like
2: But it's it. it's so exciting. It is. It, it's real. It is just really, really cool to be. And it's it's such a. It's gonna be the coolest job I ever have because yeah. I'm really you know, I'm, I'm in the sport essentially without having to play it or, you know, risking any injuries, yeah. but, um, it, it is interesting. Nice. Yeah. It's super fun.
1: say have you ever forgotten your skate guard on one time? I was at
5: a I game didn't. and some I girl just went,
2: Yes, my, my coworker <laughs> did never let her actually it was the girl who I mentioned before, who I saw her, she kind of got me on like into the team. Um, yeah. just like, got me interested in it. She it happened to her once. So now, you know, no, but now we know skate guards, Skate yard, don't forget, don't forget. And yeah. that never, I did fall one time. I took one fall. It wasn't that bad though. It was my first time uh, we were going to a shootout. And so our protocol changes just slightly because we have less time. And instead of scooping up the ice, you're just pushing it against the boards. We're You're just clearing it quick, quick, quick. And so we're doing that. And I like caught the, I don't know how, what happened on my skate. And I just turned quick behind the net and I kind of checked myself into the board, <gasps> fell down. I hear the guy behind me like, you're good, you're good, you're good, get up. And let me tell you, I know you ice a wound, but when you smack your ass on the ice, it stings, but then you just, I don't know, you just pop up and, but then you have to grab this like huge shovel and you're like shuffling around. You're like, oh my God, I'm holding up this entire game. And you're just like basically like slithering off the ice at that point, but it was all good. I don't think anybody really saw it. So I'll take it. It was just like a proper initiation, I think.
4: I for appreciate it. Sure.
2: Yeah, For sure. absolutely. Yeah. Well, tell
0: us about the fans. Tell us about Panther, oh, the sure. Pan- Florida Panthers fans, because you were saying you're so entrenched in them mm-hmm. and the game and, yes. and, being a part of that. So how do you describe them? What's the arena like? What's the atmosphere
2: like? Give us a little, paint a picture for us. Sure. So I think, uh, especially in my role doing, working or hosting our watch parties, of course, pre-COVID and community events, even when I'm not, it's not something that needs a host, just working them with our energy team. And we do a lot of events from, you know, marathons to hospital visits to festivals in the community, so many different things. And so I get to spend a lot, a lot of time with the fans. And so if I can describe in a few words, passionate and loyal, I mean, they have been, these are the fans that have been around since 93, you know, when we were you know playing in Miami and then they've grown up and they've brought their families and kids into it. So we, You know, a few of my teammates even are so close with some of the fans and some of their kids, because also before, you know, typically, of course, again, before uh, COVID, we spend the hour before puck drop out on the concourse, and we're greeting the fans. We're seeing, you know, we're taking pictures of people who are traveling, you know, coming from Canada, coming from wherever, taking pictures, saying hello to seeing the same faces as usual. The kids run up and you're giving them hugs. A friend of mine, uh, she's, she's even gone to one of the kids' birthday parties. Like her family invited her and, um, another, like another time, uh, or another coworker of mine, there's these two young girls. They have a birthday within the same week. Their family comes to every game. And for the last two years, since their birthdays were in the same week, he's brought them gifts. And it's super sweet. So this year, um, since we had, we were under lockdown, we actually went and we did that, the per, ca, caravan parade thing. Oh, yeah, for like for part part so parade we thing. like brought out our Panthers flags and there was a few Aww. of us from the team who could make it. And we, you know, and I think, I mean, of course they love it. I'm sure with the smiles, but it's, it's so touching. Like, it's just so rewarding for me personally. I think what I do for a living is based into in having that human connection and sharing in that energy and camaraderie and that love and, you know, you're in a relationship with this team, highs and lows, you are, so, you are with them. And so having that, that bond with these people too and you being that connection to the team, whether, you know, they get to go to a lot of games or they have only been to one game ever or never get to have that VIP meet the uh, players experience. They get to really feel that. And we bring that to them. And that's super important that, you know, we give them that experience as well. And that's why too, even on my social media, and with my team, we try to show as much behind the scenes as we can just to get a different perspective. And I think that's even more important now that they can't be in the arena. You can't, you know, they're they're not even up in the stands or wherever they would usually sit. It, so just to, to have any pieces, I, it means a lot to share that with them because they, you know, they're the backbone of this team. You know, you need your fans. That's what we you know you're doing that for. They, you know, we, they represent this, this city, the this South Florida, you know, they keep the hockey, you know, afloat. And so. I I love the interactions I get to have with them. It sucks this season because I'm not, you know, at the watch parties, that's when I mostly get to hang out with them and just shoot the shit, catch up, whatever it is. Or, you know, you're running through the arena and you see them, Hey, it's a quick, just like that familiar face. It's, very comforting and so the arena just really feels like home for me also because I've just spent so many minutes running <laughs> around there and running in circles when I was first learning the, the building but um we I mean we we really do bring such a, a good energy there playing great great music especially now we do our reverse retro Saturdays so like the best throwbacks which yes. I appreciate so much love it shout out to my parents for uh, all the classic rock and everything love that so um but yeah no we you know and our job too with the game presentation is to make that as special as possible even post game usually we'll have uh, an activity where we the fans can come down and come on we put carpets on the ice and come down we give them we set up a few nets give them a stick and they can take a shot into the net and that's you know really a, a fun experience for them and that's such a, a unique experience so It's it's really fun. Every game is different because, you know, you never know, of course, how the team is going to play, but we have to bring that same energy. And I just like I can't even help but get like cheeky about it because it's so fun and I miss the full experience. So, you know, next season, fingers crossed, it'll be back to total normalcy and everybody can be in the building and just really have it be fully electric and so it's very exciting in a nutshell. Good. Very good. <laughs> yeah. You can it is, tell it is a good. lot of passion <laughs> yeah. and love I, I for love it. I love I absolutely do. And it's funny too, like I mentioned before, not really growing up with hockey, just absolutely falling in love with the sport. And I still learn every day. Like sometimes I'm like, wait, I, I didn't, why, why was that a call? How, you know, I still try to ask and learn because I never played hockey, but it's definitely on the bucket list. One day I want to suit up full gear. I want, I want to really do it. I'm going to have to vlog it like the whole experience because I want to do it um, and then I won't be as nervous about falling because I'll be fully padded not like I'm in a crop top right now and it's very Well, <laughs> yeah a little chilly just a bit chilly so yeah, uh, you don't have like hip pads on or no no like no that. no 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 And it's, oh, yeah. oh my gosh I and like it's so funny last night um so during intermission when the zamboni goes we're on the ice so I'm one of the people on the ice I'm fixing the net you know cleaning out the, uh, the peg hole you know making sure it's what it needs to be but when the ice is smooth and fresh, we have to be very careful the way we skate on it. You know, we can't stop like usual and scrape it up. And cu- So last night, I, this is so funny, I was um, coming off the ice, I was carrying something, dropped it, and my reflex is just turn around, stop, pick it up. But then at the same time, I was like, shit, I can't stop like that, I'm going to fuck the ice. So I checked myself, I hit shoulder right into the board, and I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> that was cute of me, and you keep going, because like you know people see it, and you're just like, anyways um that never happens and I'm gonna just you no, know, wasn't me it's darkness you don't know it's me except people I'm the only one with red hair so it's pretty dead. You know, you're like, like I really know how to stop and I really know how
0: to skate it's just yeah. I can't screw up the ice so don't judge me yeah don't I'm like I'm not lying
2: suddenly the mask now goes over my eyes <laughs> <laughs> I'm hiding my identity yeah shake it off that wasn't even me never heard of her it wasn't me. so funny so-
1: that yeah. is funny. No, it is. Would you it's say true. that's uh, probably one of the biggest misconceptions about the Florida Panthers is the the fan base? Because I know there's a lot going on mm-hmm. around there that like, sure. not like very big or whatever. But I mm-hmm. think just the passion that all the fans have together, oh. and, like the energy team, like you yeah. don't need to have a lot of people. You just need to have rowdy people. And I think you that's know, what I you, agree. you guys do really well.
2: Yeah, I agree. Look, don't get me wrong. We have games when, you know, we have the balance goes in the other direction and that's happened, but South Florida hockey. And I will include Tampa in that. The sport is big. It's Mm -hmm. real here. There are, and we, we had a lot of snowbirds here. People like the the love for the sport is here. It it really is. If anything, I think maybe just more people need to know that like Mm -hmm. hockey is here and it's like, yes, hockey, but like it's, you know, South Florida, it's, it's fantastic. It's fun. And if, if hockey's not your cup of tea, then Thursday nights, $5 beers, come have a good time. You know what I mean? There is something, for everyone in the building I mean those are Thursday that's when I get my friends to come I'm like no 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 look (laughs) the incentives yes enjoy it come spend your money um but
0: it sounds like you guys are really working too to like grow the sport with everything that you've mentioned so far of Mm -hmm. of, you know taking the times with kids that's the future generation getting them on the ice and Mm -hmm. doing all the greetings and stuff like that's all really important not just for the Panthers organization but also you know at the NHL and hockey as as a whole So it's refreshing to hear, to hear that.
2: Yeah. And it it is. And like you mentioned, even with the kids, it's extremely uh, rewarding in just what I do because we get to do events where we visit a lot of hospitals around South Florida And so we get to interact and, you know, visit the kids and look, I'll be honest, it's not always, you know, flowers and rainbows like we're visiting sick kids, you know, at the end of the day and, you know, we're there to brighten their day but you know that that's heavy and and it's hard and so um, I've actually done a few hospital visits with a, a few of the players before and so you know they really make it they make it special I mean yeah I'm there to you know bring smiles and happiness but they want to see the players obviously not right. me I'm, I'm just there to hand the gifts you know that's what I do I'm just Santa Claus basically mm-hmm. in that moment um, hey people kids like Santa exactly I mean I look nothing like him but we can pretend why not you got
1: the red why thing why going thank on. you
2: thank you we'll take it if I just I'm gonna grow a beard so I'm prepared <laughs> for, night, for when it comes to time Dude, baby on. don't grow a beard don't grow a beard <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, I, and I, that actually, uh, reminds me of the last one we did. I was with, uh, Wiggs, Brown and Boyle. And I'm sure as you guys know, Boyle is, uh, in remission. He had uh, leukemia, I believe it was. And yeah. so I just, just something that really stuck with me just was the way he could connect. Cause we were, uh, the floor we were on had some kids and adults, just the way he could connect and that relatability and just that warmth was just I I can tell how appreciative you know these people were and just like it it brightens your you know really makes your day it makes it better it's a change of whatever but it it's genuine and I you know I think that's important to obviously you know we should be genuine always but in those moments you know when that are more sensitive but yeah we do the Panthers we are really good about getting out in the community, giving back to the community. We have the Florida Panthers Foundation, you know, to give back to and, you know, conservation and the Florida Panther, of course. So I, you know, I, I really love the work that we do in the community. And so just keeping, you know, to keep increasing our brand awareness, and letting more people know. And, you know, it definitely helps when our team plays well and the more wins we get, it it, it doesn't hurt, absolutely. So it was a unique challenge during quarantine uh, for my team, my boss and I created this idea to do uh, like social media content. So we did this campaign because that's when uh, home workouts became a big thing. So we were doing workout Wednesday. And so each different member of the team led a different workout. And I did this thing where I did a hit workout and every wor- uh, exercise, it was like a play on words. I love me a good pun. So <laughs> I did each exercise. So instead of like butt kicks, it was like butt, butt sticks or as squats was, um, squats on goal. Like, so I did different things like that, to, you know, <laughs> keep cute. it cute. And, you know, even if they're not, you know, doing it, you can just watch it and be entertained. Like that, that counts too. We so, needed the
0: entertainment for
2: sure. Yes. But you know, it, it allowed for us to get creative and find other ways that, you know, when things come back to quote unquote normal, we can still incorporate those things that work and just even reach a bigger audience. You know, our fans don't just obviously have to be in South Florida. So it is, it is really exciting, you know, as we keep growing and doing.
0: Well, you mentioned uh, some of the players. What sure. other interactions do you have with the with the team or the players? Sure. And
2: if you tell me that you have met Coach Q, <laughs> That's I so- will be dead. I will be. So dead. I have. On I have a floor. funny story. I have a funny story. So because I right love after him, <laughs> <really>. let <laughs> so- me just let
0: you know. Like, well, let me
2: say first. Let me preface this by saying we still keep a uh, kind of a distance, you know, to maintain professionalism. Of course, we All work right. events. Yeah. So this was right after Q was brought on and so it was over the summers during the offseason and uh, we're in Broward County which lately on Twitter I'm seeing Barkov County is starting to trend so be on, be, be on the lookout for that but um, so this was over the summer we did an event at our uh, Broward County uh, where were, it was like a town hall so it was with all the officials and the mayor was in like, the, he set this up. So everybody in this meeting is very serious. Let's go, you know, meeting. They didn't know we were coming. So it was me and the girl I mentioned before, me and Gabby, my partner in crime. And so we're just we're like, okay, we're gonna come out in the middle. They're gonna be like, oh, we have one more thing on the agenda. We did this whole thing, so they ended up making it. I forget the date, but it's Coach Q Day in Broward County. It was really cool. So we go out. Stanley, our mascot, is there. We do a whole to do. You know, we're with county officials. Uh, Matt Caldwell, our president, he's there too. And it was a great event. Really cool. So event's over. We're leaving the building. This is in the dead heat of summer, South Florida. It's hot. It's hot outside. So we're all leaving at the same time and we're being escorted out. So of course we know where we're going. And so they're like, oh, here's the elevator. I am a pretty claustrophobic person. I avoid elevators at all time. One time I was going to a bar that was on a rooftop and I did go up 17 flights of stairs for happy hour. Like oh I don't do, I don't do elevators. So, <laughs> oh, But here's the thing. When you are with county officials and you know your coworkers and the coach and your president, you're going to get in that elevator. Like I'm just getting, and this was, and I'm not kidding, the smallest. And it was also shaped triangular. It was so weird, like a rumbus. Like it was just a weird, the, it was weird. Like it didn't, was like Ripley's believe it or not. I, I didn't understand it. So the tiniest elevator and we all get in it together. We're all in the elevator. So oh, did I not mention there's a seven foot cat in the elevator? With right. That? all right so I'm cramped. it's all of us and I think we didn't realize until we were already in like maybe we should have broken this up into groups but there's no air conditioning it's hot I'm cramped in and I'm like you you can't you just keep it together right now Mm -hmm. like it also this is all of like 15 seconds but I'm living it in slow motion (laughs) because I'm like I'm, I'm in work. I'm like, okay, you're doing, I'm also, you know, for uh, our mascot, he obviously doesn't speak. So, you know, keeping him maintained, it's, it's hot. There's grown people in suits all around and I'm, So we get the doors open and we all had that quick, like nervous laughter, like sigh, like nobody said anything before. It was like just a quiet and then it's like, okay, we can relax. But it was, otherwise it was fun. We shared a laugh and then went about our business. But that was the first time I met Coach Q was in the tiniest elevator that uh, in this planet. In the middle um, of a panic attack. And yes, in the middle of a panic attack, it's a hundred degrees outside. I mean, it's like tight dress and sweating everywhere. And I'm like, anyways, have a great day. Yeah. Thank you oh these you bye didn't, bye didn't bye. get stuck yeah.
1: in the elevator <laughs>
2: yes that. no no no. It, exactly it could have <laughs> been way worse but it's all good so but no I mean obviously he's done fantastic things uh yeah. for our team we're doing a great job so I'm really happy about that but uh as far as interactions with players uh one standout that I have was uh this was last season because I was on the ice whenever we win typically uh we have, you know, in the face-off circles, four of us will skate out with flags, each in a face-off circle. We wave the flag. Our wind song's playing. Stanley comes out on his little ATV and this giant flag, he, you know, rips out with the ATV, goes center ice, starts waving the flag. That's when we also do our three stars of the game. So mm-hmm. for this game, uh, this is when Trochek was still on the team. He, I think, was our, like, the top star of the game. So they'll come out one at a time. They'll get a stick. Skate around and then give it, you know, pass it over the boards to a kid in the, in the stands. So Trochek did that. He turns around, he's coming back about to head towards the player's bench, you know, to head on into the locker room. But instead he like made a quick turn, jumped on the ATV because Stanley wasn't on it and started whipping around the ice. So it was so, you know, everybody was still in the building. It was so exciting. It was so fun. I'm like, wow, this is great. But I'm also like, he almost I'm like, please don't crash into us. Cause like my balance, I'm holding a giant flag and my balance is already a little off. So we're, you know, keeping our head on a swivel here, but it, it was really, really cool. We missed Trocek, a uh, great personality. And, you know, when we played the Canes, the, the fans, the fans love, love him. So it, it's great when, you know, he's back in the building. And, um, but yeah, that was uh, just a fun, mm-hmm. fun interaction there. And just so definitely those people who were there, it was, it was very memorable. So it was cute. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, yeah um, good, uh, um, wait a second.
0: Mm-hmm. you're telling me that the mascot's name is stanley like the yes stanley, stanley c
2: Huff? panther yes that's the that's the background behind it stanley c panther yes yes
0: i feel like that's got i is that got some bad juju like, no 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 the, the not at all i think it's
2: like in, it's like, a, in the cubs? It's like a, uh no I'm, I'm not gonna look at that it's foreshadowing that's what we're gonna call it okay yes okay. yes because Ooh, that would make me them. so nervous. I, that, you know what?
0: Like, I would feel like I, because I'm superstitious about the yes. cup and I don't touch it when I've been around it. If yeah, it's yeah. not my team, that's won. So like, mm-hmm. I'm superstitious. So for me- that would cause some inner conflict. Like I yeah. wouldn't be
2: able to take a picture with the mascot <laughs> sure. or oh, like something like that, you know? Oh, well, I hope that's not true because I've taken a lot of pictures with him. So. <laughs> no, it's going to be, it's good luck. It's, okay. it's going to be for the best. Yeah, it's just been, it's, it's, we were just waiting our turn. We were being polite, but um now it's it's all going to make sense. Okay. So then when we have the cup, it'll be like, yes, and Stanley C. Panther for our cup. And then um we actually have a second mascot too. We have Victor E. Rat. So we have a a rat as well. So that is actually based and don't, I mean, I'm going to have some of my information wrong here. Back in, who was, I forget the player. I could look it up. But anyways, back in the early 2000s or when we were... Whenever we were in the playoffs, anyways, there was a rat in the locker room and one of the players like smacked the rat against the wall, killed the rat. And then it, we like, kill, we, it, it, he either got a hat trick. I forget exactly what it was. I'm blanking. I knew this. I shouldn't know this. But anyway, so because of that, that became like our good luck charm. So people at the end of games, whenever we win, throw rats onto the
1: ice oh so we have stanley's our
2: main mascot but we also have victor e rat like victory rat you know so yeah we got melon
1: melon b yes b? i
2: think yeah yeah, yeah, I b. So. yeah i was in the locker room whacked a rat and then uh either we like won that game we really like, got a hat trick or something like that it was then we're, like luck. on a yeah it was good luck and so ever since then that's <laughs> been our, our good luck so we have our oh, we have here, our hat and our rat
1: he won he scored two goals with the same stick that he yes. used to kill the rat yes there we go that's that's pretty Whoa.
2: cool mm-hmm. yes yes so a little fun fact we we have two mascots yes but they're really fun cat and a rat there
1: you go cat yeah.
2: and rat. almost almost tom and jerry <laughs> almost, almost. <laughs> almost. <Just laughs> stanley and who stanley
1: and victor, victor. stanley victor. and
2: victor yes yes like just victory. just, kind of sounds, just much sound larger the <laughs> yes much larger and way less animated well i guess they kind yeah. of are When they're action. So there's that. Um, That's true. But so yes, we have we have both of them. It's really cool. And then um, and actually I just thought of this too one of our very last games before quarantine. And this is just something cool I got to experience. We did Luongo's uh, retirement ceremony, we retired his jersey. And so that was just an awesome, awesome ceremony. It was super emotional. And it was just just like, it felt like, wow, I'm living history right now. Just like on the ice, all this is happening. And that was just like, I was super giddy over that. Like that was just really, really, really cool. And uh, kind of, you know, opened up, you know, close that, you know, coming into this new era, you know, we've got Q, we've got this, you know, really strong team and, you know, now we're on the, I think we play the Canes uh, in Dallas this week. So it'll be really exciting. Yeah. Number one in the league right now. Fantastic. Love that. So.
0: I don't think anybody uh, predicted that.
2: I, uh, that's Except for maybe you. I, maybe. Well, hey, we, we have been, we're the comeback cats. That's what we do. I like it. Yeah. I've only been to Panthers games. So I've seen, you know, every team come through there and play, but I haven't watched a game in another arena yeah. which is funny because i spent a lot of time in la so i would love to you know see the kings i've never been to chicago i haven't been there yet but um yeah that's uh, another thing i'll add to the list because yeah. we were even this year we were supposed to host the all-star game so i oh you know that sucks too Like we didn't you know that didn't get to happen that was you know very exciting so i'm hope you know staying hopeful everything when it's normal it'll be fully normal back to business as usual you know in the next season or you know when, maybe sooner hopefully so
1: maybe yeah. yeah do you have like an ultimate bucket list arena that you'd want to go to other than like LA because you said that you were okay uh,
2: so I have to I, <laughs> I mean I don't know the ins and outs of all the arenas but I will say I would not be mad to go to a Preds game love Nashville right on the strip there why not that's the way to do it the <laughs> hype is there I would love to go uh to a Preds game in Nashville, even better playing the Panthers. That that would you know throw on my jersey. That would be the best.
1: That would so, be yeah. Good. That's
2: probably probably the top of my list.
1: Absolutely. I would say. I mean, I haven't been to all the arenas, but I would say out of everyone that I have been to, the Preds. I mean, not being biased, mm-hmm. is uh, definitely. Um, probably the best one to go to because it's just so rowdy at all times
2: oh well I'm glad I picked a good one then because I was going to ask you what what are the good what are the ones which ones I'll start my list what should I put on the list because that's I have one right now (laughs) one One for one
1: no Ray. I don't know Ray you've been to a lot
0: I've been to quite a few I would definitely say you have to go to um uh You have to go to a Chicago Blackhawks game for sure yeah, yeah. um, at the United Center. That whole atmosphere in the arena is pretty crazy with the goal scoring song and the anthem, like cheering over the anthem. And there's a lot of like traditions and things like that that are interesting. I don't know that it's as rowdy as Nashville. Um, I haven't been to a Preds game. Where else have I been that I was really
1: maple Leafs are really fun too their yeah their arena is insane and it's oh really yeah I mean, it's yeah yeah.
2: yeah see I, I have to get to canada i have to Same. i need to bring my skates go on a frozen lake Christ. i want the i want to live the cliche and that's nothing true floridian tr- through and through i've never been in the snow i don't know i have no snow on tv that's it i've never like experienced s- snow. still still I know I it just hasn't happened it, or like I go to places that get snow and that are cold and it just like hasn't snowed it just it, it maybe it's just, there's going to be this big like monumental experience I'm going to have maybe I will live like a Hallmark Christmas movie maybe oh that's gosh. why that's got it that's got to be it I don't know how else so that's, yeah I, I have to experience it Gabby, that's fake snow though <laughs> no, I know I know that's why my experience will be the real thing okay and it'll be it'll be actual that's what I'm going to keep telling myself I'm going to convince myself there's a good reason why it hasn't happened yet and I'll just
1: I'll get to it it will but yeah there's I know always I a good to. reason yeah, I've just... so I had never been in snowfall before and the first time I went to well not the first time I guess the first time I saw the Maple Leafs play at home and Maple Leafs they're really close to my heart snowfall I walked out started snowing that's so cool you... You lived the Hallmark movie then. Yeah, It did. It I, out. Walked out, I was like, it's snowing. And everyone was looking at wow. me like, what is wrong with you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's going to be me. That's going to be me. Yeah. I
1: know. It. Yeah.
0: Okay. Who is your, we ask everybody these questions, Sorry. all guests. These okay. are, we ask them all these final three questions. <laughs> Who ready. is your ultimate hockey hunk?
2: Okay. This is hard. This is hard. This is hard. Let me say it's also hard because I, a lot of the players, I don't know how old they are. And so I don't want to like, be like, oh no, that's not okay. I don't want to, whatever. But I will say somebody who just came to mind, I do think Matt Barzell is, is a cutie, <gasps> such a cutie. I think he is. That's mine. That's I my mean, ultimate. Really? Yes. Oh my, I think he, oh my goodness. They're I think gonna he's have just to. so, mm, he's handsome. He is, he is, Ugh. undeniably. I really do. And I know he's not like the obvious choice because there are there are lots of hunks, Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, no, he's uh he's a standout for me. He is, he is absolutely good. Answer, good answer, good answer, Emily Pugh. Good
0: answer, he's, good answer. he's <laughs> a good one. Breezy's is his Yossi from the press
2: Oh, so. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Another good one, yep. Oh, yep right. That's my guy,
2: <laughs> he's all over her bedroom, <laughs> oh. all over. <laughs> oh, okay wait now i'm sorry i didn't actually like even take a look at your background i'm okay i'm seeing oh yeah go. i got yeah. a good
1: friend oh, okay. he's there i have a signed photo up there and oh, so i yours a, was a dead,
2: yours was a dead giveaway then <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah i think everyone it's like drilled into everyone's brain at this point it's like romanesi oh yeah yep. Yeah, me oh okay okay so yeah. it's okay we're kind of filling in yeah.
0: Yeah. now <laughs> the second question is
2: who is your favorite hockey lady hockey lady in general okay well I have to say I I'm gonna say I think also in my line of work and like the women I work with I'm gonna say like there's so many female like broadcasters Mm -hmm. that I look up to and like go to, you know, for my journey and stuff. And so, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to stay loyal to my team and, you know, somebody who I've like seen, you know, even grow since I've been there is Jessica Blaylock. I mean, she's a fantastic sportscaster and she does baseball as well. So I can relate to both of those things. (laughs) And so I I have to, you know, as far as hockey lady, that's who comes to mind for me. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Good choice.
0: The last question is, do you have a Sydney Crosby story? I,
2: I do not. That's do okay. I? No, I, I, I really don't. Oh, I wish I did though. Add that to the list. Get a store, Sydney yes. Crosby story. Yep, Snow, yep, yep. arenas, Sydney Crosby story. Got yes. It.
0: And, oh, and yes. a Stanley cup.
2: Yes. And that, well, that's, a, that's, <laughs> that was, that's, that's the top. That's number one. Of <laughs> course. They all, they all fall together. Yes.
1: Do you have either a paranormal or an extraterrestrial story? I have a paranormal one. Yes.
2: This is the moment when I was like, I was scared shitless. I was like, Oh, there's more to this. And that's actually how I started exploring more and got more in touch with my spirituality. So let me say, this was a couple of years ago, my aunt had passed. Wonderful woman, most amazing woman, love her. Um, so she had passed and we were all together. We were in California at the time because that's where the rest of my family is. And we were in, uh, my mom, my sister, my dad, and my cousin, we were in the hotel room going through some of her stuff. And we were looking for something very specific. My aunt has this, um, her homemade icing recipe and we needed to find it. It's like amazing, it has like Kahlua in it, it's delicious. And so we were looking through all of these, like the paperwork. And at the time, uh, I remember my dad was asleep and we're just like in a hotel room and we're like rummaging through, it was kind of dark. So we're like, let's, my uh, cousin went to go turn the lamp and we're like, no, it doesn't work. We tried, like, it's, it's just not working. And like, she's like, well, is it plugged in? We're like, you can try just like, she's like, okay, let me not even bother. So we're rummaging, we opened the box. I'm not even kidding, we Turn turned to something. It's the first thing This like the, this like little paper has it on there. And we're like, that was weird. And at the exact same moment, and we're like talking, of course, we're sharing memories about her and the exact same moment, the the lamp flickered and it wasn't plugged in and everybody, you know, we started crying and they were freaking out. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm like shaking in my boots. I'm like, hi, but like, please, like, this is kind of scary. Like, I'm also like, please don't be something bad. (laughs) And, um, I was like, if you're going to, and so, you know, it was very emotional, but like, that was like a very touching, you know, moment for all of us. And, um. Then, so that's when, you know, my mom hangs on to that too. And like, I, we all believe that was her. And then she did, you know, visited me in a dream later on. I was like, thank you. That's more on brand for me. I felt the love. Thank you. Don't not flickering lights, not for me. But, uh, so that was just like a crazy, you know, people will call it a coincidence, but, um, that was my like paranormal like stand out for me and so it was it was really nice it really was yeah, especially in the I time. would say yeah.
1: that was definitely her that's what I going to say yeah yeah that's I crazy. agree it's too yeah, agree. Coinc- coincidental to like not be yes different.
2: and it's very on brand for her personality she's a very like she's like I am here I'm in the room this is who I am you're talking about me I, I am I am here And I'm part of it. And you should continue talking about me. Yeah. She's like, you finally found it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Well, I'm pretty
0: sure I had a ghost in this very room last night because my dog Ringo was just like this comatose passed out asleep. (laughs) Okay. And I was watching a show on Netflix and he woke up super startled and it wasn't the show. And there's, um, like a light fixture in the middle of the room on the ceiling. And he just started bark growling at it like straight up at the ceiling. There's nobody upstairs. The cat was in the room. There was like no, no one's there. Nothing's there. No one's walking. I put the TV on mute. It's not the TV. This went on for like 20 minutes. I could not oh my calm them God. down. I what had to, mean, it's like been a long time. Yes, he was like very concerned, and it was like not a regular dog, like barking at like an intruder bark. And I'm sure you know that you have three German. Yeah, children, yeah, so- yeah,
2: yeah. You they, you <laughs> can kind of tell their pitches. You know, like I think like what uh, like babies what they cry. Yes. You, moms know the type yeah. of cry. You know their barks. And <laughs> he had done that
0: before my dog at my apartment in L.A. It was like all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he starts barking distinctly up in the air at, at a corner. And I believe that animals can see things that we can't. And so, you know, I'm just like, okay, spirit, like, even if you're good, like you got to go, you keep scaring my dog. He's very afraid. Um, go to the light. Mm, it's time God. for you to move on. And it kept going and it kept going. And I was more concerned about the dog being like upset by this
5: <laughs> than oh I am gosh. about it.
0: And oh I said, gosh. listen, we're going out. For our good night pee for the dog when we come <laughs> back you better be gone and so we went outside to pee and
2: came back oh my gosh and it was quiet
1: the whole and it's been night.
2: okay since yeah
1: well, well oh, not to be wow. dramatic but when you first started telling this story there was like a weird like light that was like on the top corner and then it looked like a hair that like fell down
0: yeah there
2: was a fuzz
1: there was a hair okay for thank sure. god i was like i saw I was that. like oh my god he's back <laughs> I'm like, like he's
2: waiting. He's waiting for her to be like, yeah, no, it's all good now. To be like, just kidding. Here we are. <laughs> and then your aunt's gonna come
0: in here and yeah, start flicking yeah, light exactly. on me. It's mm-hmm.
2: gonna be a whole show now. And oh my gosh, <laughs> oh, no. I'm gonna be like,
0: all right, aunt. What is her name? Aunt Jody. <laughs> yes, Aunt Jody. Aunt Jody? Yeah. You gotta go, okay. Stress and game out, gosh Bogus her in yeah. dreams. Don't come to me. I'm not the person you want to talk to.
2: Oh my gosh, that's just the grand finale at this point. Exactly. Oh my yeah. gosh. They're they're they are the, the two stars of the game, I guess. <laughs>
1: Oh, funny! Well, tell
2: everybody
0: where they can keep up with you and follow all of your (laughs) adventures.
2: Yeah. So you, uh, I mainly am um, pretty active on Instagram. That's where I post, you know, everything I can with Panthers and then my own other stuff. I do some modeling work too. So I get to work with cool brands and just kind of, you know, what I do in my day to day. So my Instagram is at gab underscore Allen. So you'll find me uh, right there on Instagram and yeah. So come check it out. Say hello, share some hockey stuff. And yeah, that's where you can find me.
0: Awesome. Well, thank yeah. you so much. We oh, appreciate thank you it. You have a good rest
2: of this season. Thank you. Thank you so much. No <laughs> more ghosts. No more ghosts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tell Q I miss
2: him. Uh, yes, I'll uh, I'll send a note, absolutely.
0: <laughs> Tell him all of Chicago Blackhawks fans miss him terribly. Um we wish him all the best.
2: <laughs> yes, absolutely. With just with us this time. You had your turn now it's ours. So. I know. I hope
0: he I hope he has continued success. Yes,
2: and you know it's it's looking good so far. So thank you guys again. Yes. So so much. It was so, such a pleasure to speak with both of you. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your week, season, day, year, everything, only good things for both of you. And um, good luck with everything. Thanks
0: for coming over to our House of Hockey podcast and hanging out with us. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And in the meantime, you can follow us on social media. Just look for House of Hockey podcast. We'll be back next week.